Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. You're listening to Probably True. Please be aware that this podcast may contain strong language and adult themes. It would be boring without them. Captain's Log, Stardate, Monday. As we enter the third week of our deep space mission, the crew remains in fairly good spirits. Yesterday I led an away mission to planet Sainsbury's in the Hackney sector, but had to abort when I saw the massive queue for docking. En route back to the ship, Lieutenant Housemate suggested I try the Asian supermarket just around the asteroid belt, where I found all the supplies we needed, and no queues whatsoever. While piloting my shuttle back to the ship, I encountered an entity from a previous mission of mine. As we conversed from a safe distance, it became apparent that his mission was clearly taking a toll on him. He was in need of urgent assistance, as he happily showed me his photon torpedo right there in the street. Space Street. Seeing it again certainly armed my phasers, which must have been obvious, but I declined his request to escort him to his ship for some routine maintenance, as Starfleet regulations currently prohibit such intermingling. As I left, I promised him I would be more than happy to assist with several very thorough rounds of maintenance as soon as the regulations change. As I resumed my journey, phasers still fully armed, I received a hail from a wandering being with no homeworld of his own, whose orbit often intersects with my own. The transmission was pretty garbled, but I was able to make out that he required fuel in order to continue his journey. While purchasing him a tin of extra strength, fuel from a local trader, I came across several canisters of a volatile compound known as Malibu with pineapple juice. I procured several of these and brought them back to the ship for testing. Upon my returning to the ship, Lieutenant Housemate reported that the sourdough he was working on was a success. Right, that's enough of that. Why am I pretending to be on a spaceship? Because why not? I read a tweet the other day that said how life at the moment is a lot like Star Trek. Occasionally you have away missions for supplies and shit like that, and otherwise you just talk to people on screens, faff around with technology, and drink a lot of tea. The idea kind of stuck with me, and turning a podcast episode into that sort of thing made me laugh. And that's the sort of thing I don't feel like I do enough of. Laughing. Obviously there's a lot of stuff that we need to take seriously, especially when we're governed by bastards who seem entirely willing to exploit any and all human suffering for their own material gain, but... That doesn't mean we have to be miserable the whole time. There were a couple of gays I used to work with, and when we'd all go out for drinks, they'd just have stuff to complain about. They'd just moan the whole time. And don't get me wrong, we all need to vent occasionally, but it doesn't have to be your only setting. I remember once we went out for a work do, and I don't really like organised fun myself, especially when it's a work thing, because I spent all fucking week with these people, and now I've got to sit around with them in the evening too. But all the booze was paid for, you didn't have to talk to anyone you didn't want to, it was actually quite a nice, fun occasion. And even so, they sat in the corner, faces like slapped asses, and just looked miserable. So I kind of popped over and was like, hey, you guys having fun? And they were like, yeah, it's alright, I suppose. And the thing about miserable thinking is that the more of it you do, the more of it you do. Which sounds like a typo, but brains are really good at patterns. The more we think and do a certain thing, the more likely we are to think and do it again in the future. So, if you think miserable thoughts, it's easy to get stuck in a way of thinking miserable thoughts more and more often. 
I think part of this comes from when you're at school or whatever, and it's not cool to be excited about things. It's cool to be unaffected and just be like, yeah, okay, whatever. And people who get excited about things, people who find the joy in stuff, are nerds and dweebs and weirdos. Cool kids are supposed to go through life with nothing sparking any kind of emotion from their flinty little hearts. Take Lieutenant Housemate, for example. He's making sourdough, and he's really getting into it. He's reading up about it, he's telling me stuff that I didn't know and don't really care about, but... It would be easy for me to say, oh, sourdough, just like every other middle-class white guy right now. I bet you'll follow up with a craft beer or a podcast or something. (laughs) And doing that, you get that short-lived kind of feeling superior because you just pulled someone down kind of feeling. What you could do instead is see him enjoying it, listen to him, get excited about it, and generally encourage him to nerd out and bake as much as he wants. From that, I get to be involved in something that excites someone else, which is pretty cool. I get to have a mildly improved relationship with my housemate and I get toast, which is a much better deal. Even if you're not into the thing that they're into, that doesn't mean you have to be all bitchy or mock them or whatever. And the thing about thinking, whether you go miserable or whether you go happy, you attract more of that kind of person into your life. If you're a miserable fucker, you'll attract miserable fuckers. You'll be surrounded with them. And you'll all kind of dive into this unending spiral of misery and snarky comments right down to the bottom where no one can be happy because everyone else is miserable and pulling each other down. And that's not much fun. Having been on both sides of it, I know which one I'd prefer to be. And that's why I'm working towards being a happier, more enthusiastic and generally up person. I'm not saying like you suddenly decide to be a happier person and suddenly life is rosy. No, because shit happens to all of us. That's, you know, life. That's not going to change. But you decide how you deal with it. I'm not saying it's easy. Fuck me, no, it can be a right struggle. You don't have to be farting rainbows all the time. We all have down days or days when we just want to moan or whatever. But do it, get it out your system, move on. The point is to make the effort to be a better person. And now is the best possible time. If not now, then when? Try new stuff, bake some sourdough, read a book, eat your body weight in ice cream, whatever works for you, whatever brings you joy. Find those things, grab hold of them like it's the dick of the only hot guy in the sauna, and don't let go. I'm aware that this episode probably doesn't seem like my best work. In the circumstances, it kind of is, though. I'm doing my best. Originally, for today, I had the next part of my HIV series lined up, commissioned by those lovely people at the British Podcast Awards Pulse Fund and the Wellcome Trust. But I thought it'd be good to do something a little more fun. Not as easy as I thought it was going to be with my brain where it is at the moment, but here we are. There's a lot of people doing the whole kind of now is the perfect time to work on your side hustle kind of spiel. And for some people, great. Go at it. I hope it works out. For some, there's a lot of joy in that, so that's where they aim for, and that's great. Grab your joy. Run with it. For others, though, getting out of bed might be enough. You don't have to use this time to be productive, is what I'm saying. All you have to do is get through it. And that can be hard sometimes. I'm lucky enough to have a job where I can work from home, and a few people have said stuff like, oh, at least you'll have that to take your mind off things, as if PowerPoint gives you amnesia. But it doesn't work like that. And anyway, my mighty space brain can think of two things at the same time. So I'm not really working from home during a crisis. I'm at home while the same crisis is happening, but now there's a spreadsheet I've got to pretend to care about as well. So, yeah, my message at this trying time, difficult time, unusual and weird time for all of us, blah, 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 trying times, trying times, trying times. I think that should be a new greeting, you know? Like, all right, Steve, trying times? Ah, trying times, Scott. How you doing, mate? Yeah. Where was I? Find the joy. 
Find the things that lift you up. Anything that gets the happy chemicals going in your brain is good with me. For me, as well as supporting my friends while they do things that bring them joy, the thing that gets my happy juices flowing is laughter. You thought I was going to say wanking, didn't you, you pervy bastards? So when I'm feeling down, I watch a lot of stand-up comedy or stupid stuff on the internet. Parks and Recreation's a really good one. Let's all be a little bit more Leslie Nope. She doesn't exist, sadly, so we all have to be the Leslie we want to see in the world. It's hard work being that enthusiastic and uplifting, and if you can't, then don't. But if you can, then you should, because why wouldn't you? Join in with enjoying things. You might enjoy them too. Wanking does help too, obviously, but it takes a lot longer to get sore from laughing than it does sore from wanking. So, you know, try and dial it down a bit, boys. You've got to make that lube last till the shop's open again. Incidentally, if you do find your wank quota increasing because your idle hands want to play with the devil's plaything or whatever that stupid saying's supposed to be, then mix a bit of Savlon in with the lube. It'll help with all the chafing. That was probably true. The multi-award-winning storytelling series written and produced by me, the multi-award-winning Scott Flashheart. It was designed to remind all of my queer siblings that we are none of us alone. You can find links, transcripts of every episode, and all that good stuff at probablytruepodcast.com. If you enjoyed or found value in anything you've heard today, you can support the show on Patreon. Just go to patreon.com slash probablytrue. And if you want to get in touch, just search Probably True Podcast on the socials. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 